Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Camera Work Podcast, and I have a guest today, which I'm always happy about because a lot of times we don't have a guest. It's just me, but the guest is, are we going with Soul Brother? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just <laughs> stay with Soul Brother, right? <laughs> well, that's what you know me as, so why? Yeah, I know. met you as Soul Brother, so and for like five years, I didn't know any other name for you, so... <clears throat> So I wasn't sure if we're going to stay with that, but we're staying with yeah, no. Soul Brother. That's how I know you, and that's probably how most people know you. Now, you are a photographer, correct? Yes, I, I am a photographer. Right. And you're like one of, honestly, one of the most busy photographers that I know. When I look at how much you seem to be working and how much you seem to travel, I think that's really cool. You seem to have really carved out a good niche, and it seems to be working for you. Is that an accurate statement? Yes, I will humbly say yes. I don't, it, but like, I've been fortunate and, and things work out. So I put my feet to the floor and I push and right. things unfold. Right. And you get out there and you actually work. Now, before we get to you specifically, let's just get into like one or two other things before we get to that. Okay. Right. So the big news in my little world is that we are about, what is today's date? Today is January... Today's January 14th, meaning we are only four days away from a gigantic major announcement. Do you know what that announcement is? No. Leica is going to introduce the new M10 on the 18th of this month. How excited are you? Not really, because I'm, I'm poor. I can't afford like hey, I can't afford it either, but I promise you I'm going to get it. But um, <laughs> well, I can't afford it, but I promise you I'm going to get it. You know, I tell I, my I, wife all the time, I constantly tell my wife is a very logical person. I'm always telling her that she should operate a little more from passion and a little less from logic and do things like buy something that she can't afford or, you know, take a day off work that she's not supposed to take off. I think you can balance those things. You don't have to be logical all the time. And clearly you can't be illogical all the time, but there can be both you, in your life. You know what you are, John? John, you're the trap. You're the, you're the America trap. trap. You're the trap to keep people working at that job they don't want to because they got that expensive shoes that they shouldn't have. Because they, they got, got that buy. camera. Right. Yeah. Well, I only do it with trap. cameras, though, in but my you, defense. Like, if you look down at my sneakers, they are some old sneakers that, that a lot of people again, would you're wear. you're that trap. You're, you know, you, you sending right. people, how, how much is that? New uh, it'll be at least seven grand, maybe, maybe seven and a half grand, but how, definitely how seven big grand. Is that? How big is that, like? It'll be the same size as the M9 or a little bit smaller. Okay, so um, let's just clear to say it right. might be a big pocket, but you could put seven grand in a pocket. And that's no lenses, oh, yeah, no nothing. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. 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 Get out of here. Yeah. It's a lot. But, you know, I'm excited because it looks like they really got the design right. I've been on that like a rumor site like every day waiting for all the leaked pictures which have been coming out. And it's nice, man. Three buttons on the back. How cool is that? That sounds wonderful. And when I grow up, I right. hope I can. <laughs> you hope you can get one. Right. <laughs> and you have a Fuji XE1 here. Right. Which has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10 buttons on the back, including a dial, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a big difference, man. Three on the back. But I like this camera a lot, the Fuji so, XE1. I recommend this to everybody. Last, last time I checked, well, you're the one who made me got that. But last time I checked, right. I am a photographer, right. so I use my mind. Less buttons. Right. Well, less buttons actually makes it easier to use your mind because now all you can do is take a picture. There's nothing to play with on a camera. All okay. you can do is put 100% of your attention on what's in front of the camera because there's nothing else... You okay. can do with it. I'll, 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 I'll give you that one. Scroll so I'm John. excited. And it's shocking to me that like 
all the cameras like Fuji's a good example. Like they've got the X Pro 2 and XT2 and the XE2 and the XM and they must have 15 models mm -hmm. and they have not bothered to make one that is dramatically different. Some professional tools are very stripped down. Like say you go to a bicycle shop, you can buy a bike that has 15 speeds, has shock absorbers, right? Mm -hmm. Cushion seat, mm -hmm. it's got brake lights, it's got brakes obviously, all of these features. Or you can buy something called a fixed gear bike, which has no speeds, no shock absorbers, no brakes. You know what that is, right? A fixed yeah, gear bike. I know. Has actually they're popular in Jamaica, come to think of it. They're very they're, popular because they don't break down. And it's also less parts and less things you have to get if they right. break down. Correct. And those bikes are probably the number one bike used by New York City bike messengers. They like a stripped down simplified bike. And it's interesting that bicycle manufacturers make that available to them. The option between a fully featured bicycle and a stripped down bicycle. You understand? No, I understand. You're, what, you're, what you're saying in essence is that less is more. Right. And there's a time and a place where you might want that less option. Like I have a screwdriver set here in a studio. I bought it at Home Depot. When you go to check out, they sell the, the screwdriver set. Yeah, it flips over. The there you go. One. Right. Yeah. It flips over. One screwdriver handle. I can put 20 different screwdriver handles. Mind you, I can't screw anything. It's like a $12 screwdriver set. But when I hire a guy to come to my house and fix something, he doesn't pull out the Home Depot set. He pulls out a screwdriver that just has one permanent head stuck on it, correct? Because he can't, he can't walk around with the Home Depot set. But if, right. if, he, if you hired me, I'd, I'd come with the Home Depot You'd come set. with the Home Depot one, yeah, right? And I'd but come you with get a heavy what I'm saying. He has, a simple, he has a more simple screwdriver than I do, the guy from Home Depot. Think about it. So sometimes the pros want a simplified tool. Yeah. But for some reason, a camera maker is like, look at Sony. They put out an A6000, a6300, and an a6500 in the last year or two. But they're not making it for the pros, John. Well, they're not making it for the why pros. Why aren't they making it for the pros? Why not? Why not make one of those Sony cameras be completely stripped down and have only three buttons on the back? Because they're competing with iPhones and all these other phones. So they're not making it for the pros. So it's alluring for the people who think they're photographers so they could get a photographer like camera. Right, that looks but, all busy and complicated, yeah, right? But anyway, my little rant, which I'm gonna wrap up now, all I'm saying that's is- That's left on program anyway, so. Right. Yeah, I guess so, right, so. But I just think out of all those models, again, if you're Sony, you're gonna make an A6000, A6300, and A65, which we know are essentially all the same camera. Like if you were doing headshots, there would be no practical difference in those three cameras. If you were doing behind the scene pictures at a wedding, those cameras are identical. Why not just take one on camera, one model, one Fuji X-T20 or whatever, and give it three buttons on the back and make it a simplified tool, just like a fixed gear bicycle. I, and I'm glad Leica is gonna do it with the M10. They took buttons off the M9. They removed buttons from the M240 okay, I'm, I'm, and I'm stripped gonna, it down. If I, if I, you know, I am fortunate to purchase a Leica and I'll, right. I'll go after that. Someone told me, um, D-Nice told me a long time ago, he was like, right stop and just get the likers and oh that's like, cool yeah funny you say that but you know i i Wait. i just find it interesting when people say oh just get the likers and i'm just like like it's an option right yes i used much. to like when i used to shoot a lot of music artists like especially when i used to do like rock and like heavy metal bands and then people go oh you shoot music and i go yeah and they'd go yeah man you should shoot for rolling stone like that's just an option for me. Like I can just go shoot for Rolling Stone it's, it's tomorrow. More so I, you're not shooting for Rolling Stone <laughs> because you're just like, oh, I don't feel like shooting them. Yeah, it's just a choice I made to not shoot for Rolling Stone and instead shoot for 
uh, Metal Forces magazine or something, you know? People are right. so funny. So, yeah, your boy's like, yeah, man, you should get a Leica. Like, you just, you know, just pull out the cash and buy it in cash. Pretty yeah, much. okay. So silly. All right, but anyway, you did something recently that I thought was really cool. Mind you, you travel a lot. Me and my wife, we look at your Instagram, and we're always laughing. I'll just go like, yeah, you know, if you want to call Soul Brother, it's going to be a long-distance call because uh, he's in Vegas right now because she likes to travel, and we don't travel that much, so I'm always... Like looking at your account, where you're going and like kind of teasing her that like we're kind of sitting in Brooklyn and you're I'm somewhere else. FYI, I'm going to Jamaica next week. See, there you go. <laughs> and my wife, of course, was born in Jamaica. She'd love to go to Jamaica. And I'm going to be, we're going to be like looking at your Instagram I'm, going. I'm, I, will, I will make sure to tag her in a couple of posts. <laughs> yeah, do that. Like I'll be telling her next week because it'll probably be like 30 degrees in New York. I'm sure I'm going to be like, yeah, make sure you bring a coat because it's cold. Uh, you know who doesn't need a coat today? Soul Brother, because he's in Jamaica right yeah, now, no, <laughs> you know, so. But you went to Cuba recently, which is so cool, because, like, I'd love to go to Cuba, and that just opened up a month or two ago, correct? Like, to just it, easily go to Cuba? It opened up um, October, and if, if you want to be correct, I was on the, the first flight that went I, to Cuba. I saw that on Instagram. What yeah. was that? For, how did you end up on that? You were shooting that as a gig? Um, yeah, I, I was working for um, JetBlue via um, AP. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So what was, the, what was the assignment for that? You were on the first like regular commercial flight to Cuba. What was your assignment for that? It was an interesting one because there were so many moving parts and there was so much still a lot of resistance on the Cuban government aspect so it it was just more to document and get something that could help to tell the stories because at the same point it it i i do a lot with JetBlue, and a lot of times they have like these private charter flights that turns into madhouse because like right the only regulation they got is like seat belts when we're taking off and right. seat belts when we're landing besides that right. it's just like a free-for-all, which is wonderful. Yeah, which yeah is the wonderful. rock bands used to talk about the private yes. planes yes. and the craziness yes. with the strippers and the drugs. Motley Crue said it, that it, they would have a stewardess who would come, and she would give the drugs to each person. Like, she knew what drugs she was supposed to give Nikki or what yes. drugs to give yeah. Vinny, uh, not, Vincent, rather. They, each one as, had their own It's thing. not as crazy as that, but right. let's just say that the the flight attendants just leave all of the snacks and stuff in the back. of just like, just go back there. You just go, go crazy. More or less. Yeah. But, um... It was that with an actual flight because they right. had so much media. They had mm -hmm. so much people just, that's just trying to get different stories. And it was funny because there was one point um, CNN blocked me from getting a shot because here's the president and CEO of JetBlue making an announcement at the front. Right. And I, want, I needed to go past to shoot him. And, you know, CNN was like doing a live remote in the aisle. Right. And I was just like, lady... Like you're taking too yeah. much time. Like yeah. Like you're taking. But she was doing a live remote, so you couldn't. Right. You know, you could have been an ass and just walk in her shot. Yeah. But right. I always find video on a side note. Video can be super annoying. I find like when I used to take pictures at music videos a lot, and then they would hire these video guys to kind of do the behind the scenes video of the music video, and I'm hired to do behind the scenes stills. And the video guys would really have this attitude as if like it's all about them and everybody spoke like you're in my shot like you should get out of my way because i'm doing video as if it somehow was more important than what we were doing is stills and it really used to irk me particularly because 
the way they, the record labels would hire the video crews is they were just like day stringers for 250 a day. They weren't hired, like nobody said like, we need Fred to work the video camera. They would just hire any local guy to come and shoot the video, whereas I might have gotten flown from New York to Atlanta to specifically take these photographs, but they always act, and they take so much longer than we do as still photographers that, to do their job. It's, that it can all, be annoying at times. That comes down to, no, that just comes to the personality of individuals mm -hmm. because everyone tend to feel like they more than when they're supposed to. So, yeah. And it, it, it's a, it was the same thing, like you got to walk softly and carry a big stick. So a couple of yeah. people pull that on me because I'm yeah. unassuming and you know, but they don't right. realize that I'm like the main guy hired for the. Yeah. yeah so I just. I'm really bad at that though. Like I think that's one of the reasons why I kind of shaped my career to have me be the only photographer where I'm shooting most of the time. I think that's one of the main reasons I crafted it to be like in this studio because I'm really bad at like asserting myself with the other photographers there. I don't like that stuff when you're like shooting on arrivals and then there's like 30 photographers and you're kind of jockeying for position a little nah, bit. I don't, I don't jockey for position. Well, we're getting away you know. from, I don't jockey for position. I just right. establish myself and yeah. nine out of 10 times people know me or they don't. And if right. they, you always get that one guy that's like, well, I'm so-and-so and like I right. need to be here and so on and so forth. And I just say, okay, that's good and all. And then right. I stand in front of them and, and they're right. like, well, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm right. house. Right. Like, it's my show. Right. And then they're like, well, you know, can you, you kind of talk and I right. can't see over the hair and all that stuff. They're like, right. well, can you, you know, I was just like, yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Right. If you like, come at me the right way, I got no problem. Right. You're the yeah, nicest you, guy you, you, I know on that line yeah, without like a if doubt. You, if, you, right. if you play, if you play nice, we're all going to get it. Right. If you want to say that you know you something yeah. then you're not going to get anything yeah i mean and i understand that but even still i'm not great at that and i think that's one of the reasons why i don't do a lot of those type of events i'm just not really comfortable in that space but going back to cuba a second so um so what were you shooting you shot in cuba as well as the plane i'm guessing they let you guys off the plane and stuff did yeah you? and i did a press yeah. conference it, it was um funny enough i i ended up not staying even though they had right. approved my visa because there was a um a local guy there that was just like all in uproar. It, I, the best like way he to lives say, in Cuba? He, you talking he about? lives in Cuba. The best way to say this is that that day was the change for a lot of things because Cuba is this closed area. It's closed, like you can't get in, you can't whatever. And that day established to people that it's not closed anymore. So the guy was still right. holding on. He was yeah. like, I'm the Cuba guy. Like right. I should be cute shooting the Cuba stuff. And it's just right. like. Which to some degree, maybe there's a little bit of legitimacy to that, but he's got to find a way to work it that doesn't involve trying to block the outsiders coming in. He's got to find some other way. Cause I know like, I wouldn't mind having the authentic Cuba guy do some Cuba pictures for me if I was a client. That guy does need to approach it not so much as a threat, but think, oh, maybe there's more opportunity now. Nah, because he, he approached it as a threat to the point where he called yeah. my client, was like, he don't know who I am. Wow. Blah, 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 blah. And the client was just like, we don't know who you are. <laughs> right. And, you know, go talk to the office. But right. that's neither here nor there. Let's, right. Let's go back because right. Cuba is this wonderful, amazing place. Right. It, it, it's really a double-edged sword. Mm -hmm. And it's a double-edged sword because... It has a lot of beauty. It has, it's like that last undiscovered country, especially right. for Americans. Right. Because Americans can't go to Cuba. Right. You know, they can now, but it's the, it's the last undiscovered country. First and foremost, Cuba is beautiful. The people are wonderful. Right. Like, you're totally safe. 
Right. You could walk and walk and walk, and that's what we did. It, it was me, Ray, and Larry, and we just right. like there was just, just tons of times that we walked, and you know, Larry is. But slow down one second. This is a second trip. Now you did the gig to Cuba, yeah, but then the about a week ago, you actually went with a couple of friends to Cuba, like right. on your own, just as a regular tourist, you know, I guess it, you'd call it. Like I, right. I know people don't, but like this is Saturday, and I came back. What is it? Tuesday. Right. Yeah. Just so a few like days, a couple ago. Of days ago. Yeah. Right. So so I I did the full tourist thing. I didn't I didn't bring any gear. The only thing I brought was the Fuji. Right. The XE one. Yeah. Right. And what is that? That's a thirty five millimeter lens equivalent on this. Yeah. yeah. I think with the with the crop. Right. Yeah. Okay. But but back up a second. So what does it cost to fly from New York to Cuba? Do you have to go to like Florida first or something? That's the old way. But now. And I got to promote JetBlue. JetBlue flies directly. Right. Like right out of JFK. You know right what that costs? Havana. Like around like it, an estimate. New York to Cuba. Okay, I'm going to blow everyone's mind, and I'll say it two times. Right. Like, round trip was, like, under $300. That's good. Like, round trip was under That's $300. That's really good. That's cheaper every, than L.A. Every, every yeah. other time, what you'd normally have to do is fly to Miami. Right. And then they charter a flight, and that charter flight from, like, Miami right. to Cuba was, like, $500. Right. Yeah. Because I know people who, who have done it. But, right. like, you could go directly. And I'm very sure by the time that people catch on, it won't. It's not going to stay. Like, now is the time to go. Here's, here's the right. secret behind it. The, the difference is, you know, I got some inside information because of the JetBlue. The difference is that normally when they open up segments to places, right. the locals could buy those tickets. Right. It can't work with Cuba because okay. the locals can't come out. They can't come to uh, New York, in other words. Yeah. They it's, can't easily travel uh, here. Yeah, they can't get visas. Oh, okay. So that's wow. the, because they're still communists. It's still a communist government, and right. they're afraid of people migrating, which is the most asinine thing that I've yeah. ever heard. Because me being from Jamaica, there's more Jamaicans right. around the world than that right. live in Jamaica. Than in Jamaica, and yeah. one of the biggest things that helps to support Jamaican economy is right. all the Jamaicans that live abroad that send back money to Jamaica. Right? Yeah, so that, the barrels, that, man. Right? <laughs> so that's <laughs> send so, the barrel so that's back. The, like that's the you know that's the misunderstanding that the right. government has. But right. hopefully they'll get around to it. Right. Now, you did, for the hotel, you did an Airbnb, correct? Yeah, we did, we did two hotels. There was this Airbnb. I, I could rough it. Like, I for sure can rough it. And, and you know, I'm, I'm from Jamaica. I'm from no running water. I'm from, right. you know what I mean? Right. Like, tons of stuff. So, like, there was, there was a hotel that we got for two days and there was the Airbnb. Right. Now, I'm good at that roughing it, too. The problem for me, though, is if I travel with my wife and daughter, then we need a halfway decent place. But as me alone, yeah, I could pretty much stay anywhere that I could sleep in and just go hang out in the day. Yeah, but it, like this picture that I'm looking at here with the stairs, what is that? that that's the Airbnb. That and is it, insane. Listen to me. It's, it's, and I, I think that I've, I, it's a great Airbnb. We got it for a really, really great price. But I think that I'm, I'm propping it up so much that the great price is gone now. Oh, really? But it was a nice three-bedroom. But what do you mean by uh, it's gone now? You think other people have talked to you, you're saying, and tried well, to I, grab I've it or something? Well, I've referred other people to it. And before, the price that we were getting was like 236 a night. Now I've seen it up to 295 a night. Wow. But um, that, look, I'm trying but, to find the other pictures. I'll put them up on the screen. But, it, but it, that place looked really, no, really that, nice. No, that like, place that really place is, nice. It's a three-bedroom house with a living room with a TV, a sitting room. Well, that's what yeah, that's where I'm you show the stained glass, and right. the, the, that's the sitting room. And then yeah. you come past the sitting room. Now you mm -hmm. also have an entire dining area along yeah. with a full-on 
Now, how many people were in the spot? Was this just you and the two friends, or yes, was this just, other just, people? Just, no, just me and the two friends, and we wow. have control of the house. We have um, a housekeeper, and the housekeeper also, um, she cleans, and she also cooks us breakfast. I'm very Get sure out of town. Well, oh, my God. Well, I'm going to go sangria, live there for, like, well, permanently. The, <laughs> one of the shots was a sangria. The sangria was, like, her welcome thing when we fully check in. She, she makes a sangria with fresh fruit inside and just, like, here. And oh, then my every, God, that's then, amazing. Then every breakfast was always some kind of, it was guava juice, the first one, right. um, pineapple juice, and then uh, watermelon juice. And then there's always fresh fruit. Wow. Then she'll make your eggs and there's kind of bacon. And, Did you uh, like try to marry her or anything? Because no. I would just marry her. No. Even though I, I'm married I, now. But yeah, if I no, get married we, in Cuba, it probably doesn't no, count we, we anyway, love, right? We loved her and, and we blessed her when we left. So, you know, yeah. and I, I, it's a place that I'm for sure going to be back because I, I have two kinds of family. I have a Dominican clan and I have a Jamaican clan. So, right. like, both sides are already like, so when are we going? Right. So, I, I know I'll be back. And if I, when I did the review for the Airbnb, I put it this way. I'm gonna plan my trip to the availability of the of that spot, of the, the place, wow. it's, it's of the villa. Because like, if the villa is yeah. available, then I'll book it. Then Those I'll dates, go, right? Yeah, then I'll go and, wow. and book my tickets. What is first of all going into the country? What is the customs thing like? Do they bother you a lot about gear? But I'm thinking you didn't bring much gear. You just brought what could pass for a tourist camera, the XE1 with the I, 35 I, equivalent. I think it's a hit or miss situation because when we were down there, we right. saw people with gear, and I right. know that there's there they have people that's booking like photo excursions down yeah, I see. There. I've seen those for years and yeah. I see even more now. Yeah, no, they, they have those. So there's people down there with gear, but we were, we were kind of like, and, I, and in retrospect, I'm glad. We, here's a funny thing. Right. There's a guy named Dan who's a local New York photographer that said he was what's name. We okay. actually bumped into him. In oh, really? Street. Like you just run into a New York guy well, buzzing we, around? Well, we were trying to figure out, okay, this is the other thing, and I don't think Americans are ready for it. Right. Throw away the phone. Right. Throw away the phone. All the young people can't deal with it. Throw away right. the phone. Internet, there's no internet. Right. What they have is they have Wi-Fi zones, which are parks mm-hmm. that you have to go and you have to buy a card. And the card allows you an hour of internet. Okay. So you buy the card, you scratch it off, and, and it's like you're yeah. logging into anyone's Wi-Fi. Okay. It's like an old uh, phone card back in the day. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. And, it, and the thing is that so... You're pretty much just going there to check your emails and to do your one or two things, and people right. people aren't ready for that. Right. It's like so, a cruise ship, which I, I like the idea. You're on a cruise ship, you're not on the phone, and you yeah, know one it, day they're going to get that service working on the cruise ships, and it's going to destroy the cruise ships. I don't, I don't want it because the thing about it is that you have, to, you have to be disconnected so you can explore things. Right. If you're connected, then you're not going to. You're, you're exploring the phone, and you could have done that at home. But the <laughs> you know? thing about it is that... Cuba was that last undiscovered country, and the thing is right. that, yeah, we were sharing stuff, but if you're so busy still connecting with at home, you won't right. let go, like, right. you know. But it's a shame, but the problem is you know there's some company, whatever, AT&T, Verizon, that's just no, looking at Cuba going, no, if we already, could just sign that whole island up for the internet, we're going to make $10 million. And, it, you know. it, wouldn't, it wouldn't mean that the government would have to change because right. the government's not going to let it happen because the other... The other aspect of it, shame to say, is that it's the news and the information. Right. So they don't want they yeah. don't want the unfiltered internet yeah. just all no, over the place. They, is what you're the, saying? The Cuban right. government won't give up the unfiltered internet. Right. So because of that, that's not going right. to change no time soon. Now, if you're walking around, so you mentioned to me, I don't know if this was on the, on mic or off mic. You were mentioning that it's completely safe. Like you just walk around, you're not really worried yeah, about. No, there's no. 
there's no worry of right they don't have the roving gangs of kids running around no i always if i ever get robbed at a foreign country i want it to be from the gang of like nine-year-olds like you know you you watched um city of god oh it's the best movie ever yeah extremely um no it you know you have all of that and the the it's funny because when i came back you know of course tons of people are going tons of people are coming back and the first thing that I'll say that there was this girl, she probably was mid twenties. Mm-hmm. And um, I saw her at JFK cause I was gonna make my call for someone to come pick me up. And I'm standing there and she was just like- This is when you came back when to I New York? When I came back, when okay. I'm at JFK. This, and this girl was just so just like, I'm ready to go, let's go home, let's go home. And her parents mm-hmm. were sitting down. I think she just came out so fast, she caught her parents off guard. Right. So like, you know, mom and dad was kind of getting them and she was just like, I'm ready to go. And, blah, blah. and, I'm, and I'm saying to her in Spanish, she's like, you know, take it easy. And she was, and because I know she was on my flight, and she was just like, "No, I was there, and the only thing I had was just bread, ham, and cheese sandwiches on bread. Like right. we didn't do nothing, and so on and so forth." And right. I'm just like, "But yeah. how? Yeah, it, you know, that's what I was saying to myself in my head. But how?" And she was just like, "I hate that place." <laughs> and, uh, and well, why go? She should have known that. She should have gone but, on a cruise ship. You go there, they lock you in the, the ship. It, they have all the food you want. It, it's like don't even go to a place I, like that if that's going to be your attitude. I, I had said it. I had said it to you, and and mm-hmm. like. My last two pictures that I posted from Cuba, and I'm not going to post any more pictures from Cuba. Right. And, and I have tons of stuff, but I'm not going to post any pictures from Cuba. Mm-hmm. Is two pictures. It's mm-hmm. this couple. The it's it's fried pigskin, which is right. you know like if you love pork and you know like yeah. that fried pigskin is just. And yeah. I'm when like, I grew up in Louisiana, yeah, that was huge. You'd buy the pork skin. Yeah, I mean, and, now and, that's not really. Yeah. Great, but but keep going. I know they where you're got going them with in the this. bodegas, right? And, and this and right. so this, and they make them fresh. So they're right. they're fresh, and the guys coming around and he's selling them, and nice and Which, crispy. Yeah. But go so on. this was when we were walking around in, in Chinatown that uh, right. we didn't see any Chinese, but like even Cuba got a Chinatown. Wow. Like you know, like that's how powerful that is. Even Cuba got a <laughs> so Chinatown. Funny. So we're walking around in Chinatown, and and the guy is selling it, and like you'd have loved me because I was <laughs> shooting the entire time, and no one really knew I was shooting. Right. Because I, I practice that, you know, yeah. just shooting right. without putting it up on the viewfinder. Right. So I take this picture of this couple that just was just like, yeah. they didn't want to try it. Right. And, and the only thing that stopped me was just like, I'm like, even though I ate meat in, in Cuba and everyone's just like, oh, shit, you ate meat. Right. I just couldn't eat pork. Right. I, like right. I had to draw the line in pork. And you, when was the last time you ate meat before Cuba, you said? Like, I'm 43 now. Right. I'm 17. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. But, but what you're saying, though, is like you're, you're diving into the culture and experiencing yeah, yeah. it. You're saying so, this is what the locals eat. Yeah, so let me eat what, this because what, I'm going to see what the locals it's, eat. Um, vieja ropa. My friend Larry, who doesn't gave up meat too, he, he's like, we're in Cuba. We got to have the Cuban. Right. You, that, that's why you went there. You're not going to go yeah, look down yeah, and disgust yeah, at what no. the people are eating in a place that's, that you chose to visit. And, and Again, yeah. go on a cruise ship. They've got everything you want to eat. You can just eat what you ate yesterday. When you go on a cruise ship, but if you don't want to be part of that world, I don't understand why anybody would even go. So, the whole so, point is to so we, we went there and and like he ordered it and he's, and I tried it, you know. Right. I, I also had lamb while I was out there, right. and um, they do their beans with um, mm-hmm. either chicken or they did yeah, chicken like and shredded beans right. to just get so the that's juices. in there, yeah, right. To, right? So and I ate those types of beans too, and, yeah. and it was great. I, yeah, I but in the long scheme, you know, in the course of a year, three days of eating the meat, it's not going to kill you. No, you're still not, back not, now. You're back yeah, to eating I'm, what you oh, normally eat. Once I came home, I, I did a cleanse and, right. and flushed that out in my system and all that stuff. Right. But but 
the point that I'm making is that like you have to dive in. And right. we, the good thing for us is that we had a travel guide and we went through the travel guide. And, and you mean a book when you say that? Yeah, okay. a, a, a travel guide. Like, no, I thought you might mean like a guy who's no, walking around. No, with you. like, right. like do shit old school people. Like Cuba right. is an old school place, so like right. get a book, read up right. on it, like find out when. And we, I want to say that our Cuba trip was more a art trip. Because we are fortunate enough, and you'll see it in the pictures, because right. especially the first picture that I post of that guy sitting, his, his name is Fuertes. Right. And it's this what picture in, are we referring to? The, the, the one with Chavez and the guy sitting down with tile work. There's this artist that did his entire neighborhood in tile. Yeah. There's it, a lot of that on the walls, it looks like, from the pictures it, that I saw you had. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He did his home, his neighbor's home, and it's just... Beyond years of detailed work, right. beyond like dedication and so on and so forth, and it was just—it's just such an amazing thing. We we saw it in the travel guide, so when we went there first, it was closed. But then we made right. sure to make a special trip back to it, right? And it was just like—it was amazing. How hard do you think it is to set up like a model shoot out there? Could you find like—is there the equivalent of a model agency or some kind of network when they're not online that you could find? Like a model or two, and um, then shoot something, you know, in an evening would, light or morning would, light or something. It would more so be that you could find girls and they'll pose for you just to get the pay out of it. Like you're giving them, and what are you be talking? Twenty bucks, five bucks, a dollar, or what? Well, anything you want, because the right. sad part of Cuba is that mm-hmm. under the system, doctors only make thirty-five, forty bucks a month. Wow, a month. Not a yeah. week, yeah. a month. That's correct. It's like a dollar a day. Like more that's not even a metro card in more, New York. More or less. So it, yeah. So you, it's this adverse poverty that I don't think Americans can comprehend because it's right. like, you know, like come on, you you spend forty bucks. You talking about yeah. a seven thousand dollar camera? Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you're, yeah, that's you're, like a lifetime pay. That, that pretty yeah. much, and and we're not talking about people that's doing simple stuff. We're talking about high position people. Yeah. You know, this guy that that's our new friend now, Shavi. He's like. They're fortunate. They get internet yeah. twice a month because his sister-in-law wow. is um is like a right. big doctor. Right. So the and then meanwhile, is, we're in the house going, man, this fucking internet sucks, exactly. man. You know, because exactly. it's so the, it, the bandwidth is like a it, two on twenty over fifty or something. Yeah, no, you're complaining. no, Cuba was yeah. Cuba. Cuba for me is like Jamaica because yeah. like I escaped. I right. when I go back to Jamaica and see mm-hmm. you know people that's my age and you know people that have less than yeah. it makes me appreciate what I have so that's right. what Cuba was for me and I and I was glad that the friends that I was with was able to explore that's the thing yeah like throw away how you, how you think about supermarkets supermarkets mm-hmm. don't have tons of stuff okay mm-hmm. like you have to buy bread you have to line up when they have bread line up and get the bread because wow. you know what they'll probably run out of bread right so you know, and Ray was just, we were reflecting on it, and Ray was just like, but how does the cab driver makes money? Because, like, mm-hmm. what he charges was the equivalent of 50 cents or whatever. And he was just like, you could only load in four people at a time and so on and so forth. And mm-hmm. I was just like, Ray, they make money. And he was mm-hmm. just like, but I need to make at least $100 a day or a week or whatever. Right. I was like, yeah, you're thinking differently. Yeah. I'm like, if the doctor only makes 40 a month. Yeah, what's the cab driver making? I'm like, if yeah. the cab driver can make $5 a day, and right. then you multiply that at five days, I'm like, you already got $25,000 a week. the doctor, yeah. So, so, and he may have to hustle. He might be doing 16-hour days. Yeah, He's not so, working eight to three. When yeah. I taught high school, I used to be there from 8 a.m. to 2.20, my first like seven or eight years of teaching. It was such a short day, but I'm sure this cab driver's doing yeah, double no, that he, every day. And, and at the same point, the one constant, there's always people trying to get in the cabs. Right. 
Right. You know, so, so yeah, it's like Flatbush Avenue. Yes. Yeah, so I'll be right at home. So, <laughs> so there, there was that aspect. But we, the other place that that I went, and I and I gotta get the name. That's the that's the thing. I was terrible with name. It's this really great artist called Salvador. Right. And he built an entire community in his mm-hmm. area. And mm-hmm. like that guy, it, it was a great community because it was the first place that mixed. African history mm-hmm. along with the Cuban history. And it, it cool. stemmed from, which for me touched right at home, it stemmed from the first runaway slaves and their culture. And it's just, right. it was just like a mixed religion thing that, that was part voodoo, part, you know, like East African, just all these different things. And right. and the, the artist that was in charge of the community just saw the vision and built this wonderful community and eventually got other artists to come in and cool. the entire area like yeah i saw in the pictures there was a lot yeah. of like art on the walls yeah. and yeah. like yeah. faces yeah. they love that uh shea guevara picture that like well, image of shea guevara they well, love that picture well shea and and i always knew that there was a mysticism about shea but the mm-hmm. the story is the truth behind the story mm-hmm. is, is that fidel was really just the talker Right. It was Shea, and there was another commander. Uh, I want to say Salvador, not, not Salvador, but there's another commander, and they were the two lieutenants, and, and Shea was the, right. the, like the military genius. Right. So Shea was the one that was winning the battles and stuff like that. So right. that then led for Castro to get gain to victories. do his bit. Yeah. So, but yeah, he was like the puffy, and then Shea was Biggie, basically. But I'm gonna have to read it. He's looking at me like I'm crazy. No, but I'm, I'm gonna I'm, have to. <laughs> no, I want to do right. Like than Biggie that. was a lyrical genius, but Puffy was the guy that, that made really it all click. That really capitalized able, off of yeah, the that made genius. it into something and not just a street corner rapper that you're like, oh, he's nice, you know. But I um, yeah, I'm, I, if I go down there, which I would love to do that, like in April, because my wife is off for a week, but I'd have to read a book at least on Che Guevara before I went there, so at least I'd have some understanding of no, you could, how you this could, place came to be. You could go to the museum. You know? it, the, yeah, but I don't want to go someplace and be ignorant of like where I am. No, it's kind of like it, disrespectful. No, you know, I want to know well, there's, uh, just a little. I mean, it's a book, not like a lifetime, but just a little bit the, of knowledge about where I am and who these the people are. Here's the challenge about Cuba you know? and Cuba's history. Because we are not good with them, Right. Like, whose history do you want to believe? Hey, okay, okay, look, pick up an American history book. How screwed is that? Oh, I so, like, I mean, I come on want, already. Like, I don't want to go there. That's I, everybody's history books. They're yeah, all screwed yeah, up, but, though. But, but um, again, but for me, for me to really enjoy it, though, I'd have to be able to organize a shoot. And I'm really curious if I could do that. Could I find someone who I, I could pass as a model and put her on no, one of those art walls and no, produce could, a few good shots. No, like, you could, that's what I need for me could, to have fun. You could get that. That's I'm very sure. And the, the mm-hmm. thing is that you just need to know the cab drivers are the connected people. Okay. And the, the reason why is because the cab drivers, they have to dibble in a little bit of everything. Yeah, and that's kind of like everywhere, right? Like yes, the cab driver yes, knows yes, where the hookers yes, are yeah. and the drugs so it, and everything it, else. It's kind of yeah. like that, that, yeah. that doorman. Right, all the connects. Right, right, so, right. So there's that, but the other aspect of it is that I'm I'm gonna refrain because I know I'm gonna go back, but I'm gonna refrain from taking pictures of Cuban people. Right. Why is that? Because I feel, and like, I know like people could take this whatever way. It's almost kind of like animals in a zoo now. Right. Because even right. when we were there, and I wasn't really trying to take pictures of them where they were aware of, like people was like, "Oh, one dollar for the picture." Right. You know, and, they're, and especially in old Havana, they have 
tons of people who are working for the Cuban government dressed in the old clothes and right. ladies dressed in the big dresses and holding cigars and stuff like right. that. And you, you go there and you pay them and they take... You yeah, take that's like pictures. Times Square with the uh, Muppet it's, Mafia. It, you it's know. for sure the equivalent of Times Square yeah. with the people in the costumes. Yeah. That's what we were commenting. That just, and, it, it, and, it, it, and it's none of my business, but that just angers me because I pass 42nd Street all the time coming here and I'll just stop and watch how they go and they try to take a picture with people and then they're asking for money and then like five of them jump into one picture and then they all want a dollar. Like... It, it's the dumbest thing. I find it, and you know you shouldn't knock it's, anybody's hustle, but boy, I mean, that listen, what irks me. It's not. Uh, it's not a matter of knocking hustle, and this is, shows you the BS. Right. If the city of New York really was upset about it, they could have fixed that. Right. They could have fixed. That. But you know who I think really should be upset are the people who own those characters. If I'm Disney, I don't want Mickey Mouse looking all ratty asking you for a dollar. It destroys the brand. If I'm Marvel, why is Iron Man like in a cheap like costume. four feet with a pot belly asking me for a dollar, and I'm supposed to think he's Iron Man? Like I would be so annoyed at the copyright infringement that well, you know what I think they should do? Marvel and Disney, they should put free characters out on those same streets that'll take the picture for free and represent the characters properly, and it's free advertising for Marvel and Disney. Disney. Problem solved. Right. Yeah, come on in. Yeah, let him in. We, we're doing a casting today, people. So we're, we're, uh, we're about gonna, to shut down. Yeah, we're going to wrap this and podcast. That's I have all people, because I was late. No, it's okay. We, we got through what I wanted to get through, which was uh, Cuba and photography and all those things. But there's actually people walking in the studio now. Good morning, everybody. Um, so um, we're going to no, wrap before, this though. Before we wrap, right. I, I, I would say that if you get the opportunity to go, go. I'm get, we're going to try for April, but I want your B&B. That was like a mansion. That, I'm get, that would be like Cribs. I'm going to film like a, a John oh, Ricard for, Cribs, and well, that was well, gorgeous. For sure, for sure, the thing about it is that like me and the owner of the Airbnb now are, are like straight up friends. So like cool. tell me. And like, no, I'll definitely I'll, not let you know. I'll yeah. connect you and all of that stuff. And I'm going to borrow I, your travel guide too. I'll, I'll, be walking I, around well, with I, your book. I, we also have this guy named Shavi that, that's our driver, and like he's the perfect. Like cool, he's cool, cool. We can right. set everything up. Good, and I'm gonna see if I can get a shoot down there. I got. If I don't shoot something, I, we, I don't we enjoy can, the trip as much. Can, I'm very sure he can set that up. All right, we're gonna do that. All right, guys, thanks for watching. Soul Brothers Instagram is right at the bottom of the screen. If you're watching this on YouTube, if not, it is Soul B Photos. Correct? Yep. We haven't changed it. Soul no. B Photos. You can always find me at John Ricard on Instagram. J O H N R I C A R D. Thanks for watching, and please make a comment. I read every comment and I respond to every single comment. All right. All Thank right. you for coming out, man. Early in the morning. <laughs> All right. All Thanks. Right. Bye. Bye.